0: You're listening to Resurrection South Austin, a community of faith learning to do life together in the goodness of God. For more information, you can find us online at resaustin.com. I see some drowsy eyes, some tired faces. I know it's been a long weekend. Hopefully, you've had a lot of fun this weekend, fellowship with one another. And hopefully, you enjoyed Father Rob speaking to us all weekend. Rob, thank you so much. Can we give him a hand? I want to open this morning with a question how many of you before this weekend or during this weekend or maybe even right now are asking yourself or telling yourself you have to get home because you've got lots to do nobody said that going into the weekend nobody or during the weekend interesting I did all week long I told myself I don't know if I can do this I got lots going on and the lectionary sometimes has this funny way of giving us what we need to hear exactly when we need to hear it and this morning the Lord dropped this interesting parable that coincides interestingly with the retreat I think let's listen to this parable again the kingdom of heaven will be like this Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five were foolish and five were wise. And when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, look, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, give us your oil. And the wise said, no, there will not be enough for you and for us. Go buy some for yourself. And when they went to buy it, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. And later, those same bridesmaids came and asked, Lord, open the door to us. And he replied, I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This parable to me is interesting because at first glance, I think we look at this parable and go, well, five bridesmaids missed out because they went to sleep. They rested. They took a break. But as I looked at this passage again, actually, all ten bridesmaids fell asleep. The foolish and the wise. And what happens in the mad scramble as the bridegroom shows up, it tells us that the foolish here, what, the reason they were fools was not because they went to bed. Why, why were they fools? They didn't bring any oil. Ancient Near Eastern Palestinian weddings were grand communal affairs. Still are. Whole community takes place in the wedding. It's a joyous celebration. I mean, I know you all can think probably of weddings. Either you had yourself or you've been at to celebrate. They're lots of fun, right? It's a joyous celebration. But there's this interesting tradition in ancient Palestinian weddings where the bridegroom travels to the house of the bride on foot where the bride and her bridesmaids are waiting. And the reason they carry torches is when he comes, he takes the bride and her bridesmaids and walks them back to his house where the wedding takes place. And those torches represent the light of the bride passing from the hearth of her father to the hearth of the groom. Do you see the beauty of that ceremony, right? That passing forth? But we need to know that because those bridesmaids knew this tradition. They knew the groom was coming. In fact, they knew that the role they played in the wedding procession was to carry a torch beside the bride. There is no reason at all for them not to have torches. Oil for their torches Rob has said something the last couple nights that really struck me I don't know if y'all caught it he said discipline is advanced decision making discipline is advanced decision-making and what the wise bridegrooms did they made decisions in advance That we're caught up in the reality of the moment what that advanced decision making does what discipline does for us as Rob shared last night is it leads our hearts to the reality of the moment the reality of what's going on the bridegroom is coming and he's taking us to a joyous wedding celebration and we should want to take part And in order to take part as this parable tells us we have to prepare our hearts our minds our time to be able to meet him and see his face when he comes how many of you would like to see the face of the bridegroom as he comes I know I would that sounds exciting and what sounds even more exciting is being able to participate in his celebration this past weekend um, as many of you know I was ordained into the order of deacons and I was struck last weekend um, as part of the service the bishop had all of the ordinance help serve communion at the table and for those of you who don't know um, priests when they are ordained are given the authority and power by the bishop to bless however that authority and power is not given to deacons it is specifically given to priests and presbyters and as we are serving communion this woman came up to the altar rail and she crossed her arms telling us I want a blessing well myself and mclean the guy next to me are both deacons we cannot bless her so i gently went up to the woman put my hand on her shoulder said i can't bless you but i would love to pray for you she didn't say a word and she didn't move so we moved on and we went back down the the altar rail again and as we came back to the end there she still is on her knees once again Ma'am, I'd love to pray for you. I cannot bless you. Didn't move, didn't say a word. Thankfully, the bishop and the deans were sitting on stage right beside me. So on the way back, I said, Bishop, this woman wants a blessing. And he said, she's caught up in the reality of the moment. The Holy Spirit is here and she wants to meet him, so bless her. And that image struck me as I was reading this today. I think, again, it's easy for us to look at these foolish bridesmaids to go, we can't relax, we can't take a break, we can't can't do all this and that, we have to get ready, we have to get ready, we have to get ready. Actually, this is a parable about being caught up in the reality of the moment, the goodness of the coming Lord, the Messiah. He is here, he has made his dwelling among us, and he will be coming once again for all times to set things right. But in order to participate in that reality, we must understand at all times, at all times, that that is the reality of what's taking place. When we lose sight of that, is when we don't worry about buying oil for our lamps. Like Rob, I struggle and I'm sure you all struggle disciplining my life often in ways to center my heart on the Lord. But it's far easier to do that when I understand the reality that it's at play. So this morning, and as we leave from this place of retreat, what reality is at play in your own life? Who is Lord? The bridegroom's coming. He's inviting us to celebrate with him. What does that mean? How do we reorient our hearts? Our time, our finances. Who do we give control of those things to? We're getting ready to take place in another reality. The reality of the presence of God at the table this morning. We get to participate in his sacrifice, in his goodness, in his body and blood. And then we will be told to go out back into the world to do the work you have given us to do. Do you all see it? I hope also for you, Um, this is a struggle for me. It's something that I am going to try and take seriously going forward I hope for you this weekend has impressed upon you the need for quiet for time away for time with the Lord for fun for fellowship we actually don't just do this retreat for fun it is fun and it's fun to get, a get together but we do it again as another way to participate in the discipline Of the things that set our hearts and minds on the Lord where do you need rest and how do you need to orient your time so that if the bridegroom comes you're ready you're not scrambling how do you find that peaceful rest not one that's worried or anxious or fearful like those foolish bridesmaids but is at peace. I'm going to invite you all to close your eyes and to think about the ways in which you might need to offer your hearts, your time, something else in your life. to free you to experience the goodness of the face of God. You're listening to Resurrection South Austin, a community of faith learning to do life together in the goodness of God. For more information, you can find us online at resaustin.com.